Welcome back to Lecker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We're back to discuss the second episode of Will Trent, entitled I'm a Pretty Observant Guy, written by Liz Heldens, directed by Howard Dooch. Gave this one a 9.1 out of 10. There were some storytelling <laughs> mishaps as far as me really accepting the fact that the the antagonist was in the same realm as the protagonist maybe that is my bias towards all sex offenders particularly ones that go after minors is that there's a reason why they pick such weak prey because at any point they're they're confronted with a predator they tend to scurry back into the darkness so to have this this predator also be this brilliant can get under Will's skin type of guy. Just simply, I wasn't buying it. But other than that, I thought it was a good episode. Before we jump into the recap, we are listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, YouTube, Spotify. Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Like, share. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Or you can leave a comment below. Damn, I guess I owe Paul an apology. I thought for certain last episode, and that's one of the great things that worked, is that they certainly messed with my expectations. And that's always a good thing. He is not the predator, but he failed to spot one when he becomes, or when it became obvious that Emma and her English teacher, Evan Bernard, were working on a project when suddenly she wanted to transfer, became withdrawn, and so he went to talk to him with a gun. Hey, brother. He's telling this story to both Will and Angie once he was allowed in. (laughs) He also was drunk and over a struggle trying to restrain him from getting back into his home is when the shooting happened. And then he rushes over to Will's place. All of this does not look great for you. Mimi was right. They all knew each other and quickly realized that if he stands a chance and Evan is the perp, everything has to be by the book. So they bag his shirt as evidence and arrest him. She's like, do you have handcuffs? Always. He is more keen to discuss how they are still hooking up as if there hasn't been a whole ass world out there for either to hook up with. And Angie has a long history, we turn, it turns out, of substance abuse. They go to the scene and why laugh that Paul, even in the backseat, possibly having murdered someone is like ask that motherfucker where my daughter is (laughs) he's unconscious I, i don't know why that made me made me chuckle the man managed to get up though from his gunshot wound and instead of call 911 or go into his home he locked the door before returning to his driveway the motherfucker guilty the fact that he lied about it later when clearly the evidence states otherwise shows me <laughs> this man is not as brilliant as the show is trying to make me believe while writing his statement in the interrogation room with angie paul learns mrs flanagan passed away 10 years ago and that both have kept their hankies she 
meaning Angie co-signs on the fact that Will and she are romantic as well as sad the way they have clung on to each other. But what's wrong with that? You've been through the fire and all of the rough times with someone. So they know you got their back. You know, they got their back. You know each other inside and out. But I suppose talking out of the other side of my mouth, that may lead to a codependency, something her sponsor brings up. That could prevent you from growing as a person and considering her continued drug problem. It may not be good for her more so than him is what I am starting to understand by the end of this episode. Because he's he has no problem with how things are. <laughs> Whereas it feels as if she may be trying to evolve as a person. Something feels with the fact that she has a sponsor that something clearly went wrong she's allowed to keep her job but she she hit rock bottom and we need to address that she needs to address that and the fact that she's in AA she's still getting a meeting and she's still just well now she's no longer in narcotics (laughs) having to take drugs to do drug busts be all problematic and while you're in AA they always say you're not supposed to have a relationship particularly that first year despite having much in common She says that he is a douche, but he's also rich. So he knows he'll be out in two hours. (laughs) Just like you got me there. As she takes note of the fact that Evan was on the phone when he answered the door. That one black lady, when she came out the room, mm -hmm, I know who she was. Jackie, I'm jealous of you. I noticed this show has a a funny aspect of it that... (laughs) that uh matches the or sometimes doesn't really match the seriousness of the situation but it's still funny regardless i think because of that it it works and now everyone knows her sponsor's like oh honey even the cleaning ladies know she admits that she and she and will have been on and off again like an arm of a relationship for 25 years and you know we don't talk about anything that matters i don't think that's healthy speaking of (laughs) going to the other side of that argument speaking of she calls him and updates about the burner phone which he retrieved before offering to take her on a date uh which Evan must have retrieved from the home seemingly for the first time ever now that the cat is out of the bag does Trent keep the vest on during sex Michael wants to know before telling her they caught a body at Grove Park Faith came in with two coffees as a peace offering to her new partner to learn that her new partner told her jack diddly shit about the developments in the case that they are working on, which leaves her exposed to the curse out from Amanda. Well, then get your shit together. Get it all together and put it in a backpack. All your shit. So it's together. And if you got to take it somewhere, take it somewhere, you know, take it to the shit store and sell it. And, you know, Amanda stay one second away from the curse out. Amanda stay up in her goodies too. (laughs) Don't even pretend in public. What you doing here? Ain't you supposed to be somewhere else? Once Evan is awake, Will comes in hot with the rapid fire questions. He very easily can prove her lies and realizing that this man in front of him is not a fool. 
Evan forces him to help him to the bathroom and notices he didn't read pool. So he pushed in, picked up on his dyslexia, which we felt we needed to connect for some reason. That felt a little bit like a reach. This whole entire <laughs> Evan being the the brilliant person that he is is a bit of reach. I'm not saying it can't happen. I just wasn't buying it with this guy. Everything about him reads Predator, but not quite so smart as he wouldn't be that smug in front of an FBI agent, first and foremost. A cop, sure. A detective, even more. So <laughs> maybe not. But usually people hear Bureau and realize they in deep doo-doo. So presenting arrogant is not a smart call in the middle of his angry tirade to his recorder faith approaches him and no he didn't just put his digit up I will say that's the difference between a sister and a non-sister ish. Yeah, gonna let that rudeness go unchecked. So when he's ready to talk, she answers her phone, puts up her finger, and tells him that he will wait for her to address him. <laughs> and denounces his guy as the responsible one since a ransom request just came through. The video is played for the room with Mrs. Campano wanting to pay the ransom, but they all disagree as then there's nothing to stop them from murdering Emma. I was like, eh. But in many countries, ransoming is just that. <laughs> I know there's the whole, you know, you should never pay. I understand that to a certain extent, but doesn't necessarily, I mean, maybe they know better the statistics. I'm just talking off my ass. But <laughs> I would think the statistics would um, would support that paying the ransom, maybe just not in the United States. Again, I'm talking about other countries. Will asked for six hours and she agrees. Why didn't Will just say when she said, oh, what evidence do you have? Well, your husband stated that he, when he approached the man, was on the phone with someone at 2 a.m., which is suspicious, unless it's a sex line. And why didn't we subpoena those phone records? Wait, it's a burner phone. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that call, that's cause for concern. And we know he went back into the house after being shot. So we are searching for it, the phone, because it's missing. And why did he go back in his house? Faith actually could have stepped up at that moment and said, well, actually, we did retrieve a burner phone that he hid in a suitcase, which is also a reason that we think he might be behind this. Amanda warns that he better be right about this. And I'm like, girl, have some faith. Have you not looked at his closure rate? <laughs> he had no intention of going to the school with Faith, but she is welcome to come as well as drive. Boy, if you don't get Angie in her case requires hella stair mastering as Michael wonders why Will, out of all people, she would have a relationship with. She remarks that he listens, he's good police, and obviously hot. Speaking of that moment where he put bass in his voice when he was talking to Betty. Oh yes, Daddy. The victim, Sasha, died of blunt force trauma to the head and was known to have many visitors, something the landlord immediately points out. Someone else was in the apartment when the murder happened, dyeing their hair blue. So Michael follows the trail all the way, wondering what would Will Trent do? 
It's like, I'm even done with this bit. But the part about what you investigating the apartment or or uh, the murder, same thing. Like, what's up with the tone? Why are you an idiot? He clearly gets upset quickly, Michael, that is, with Angie reminding him he can't act like that. You cannot act like a cop from the 1970s. <laughs> just yanking people around just because you can. I love that Faith checked once they got to the campus. Will immediately when she got out the car. Fuck your dog and his personal feelings. You need to be concerned with your own species and your rudeness to them. And the next time shit goes down on our case no matter who is in your bed you better call me he walks her through his suspicions and they come to agreement about the accomplice being a student or someone at the campus and the motive fits if emma rejected him which she clearly did and since he likes power financial gain is just a bonus they decide to question some college girls that was hysterical that whole scene the girl with the blonde hair and when he offered tissues and she's like no no those are fake tears (laughs) and the one girl was like there's a serial killer i'm the same hair type should i cut my hair no yes (laughs) for no reason i already got shot he wrote my letter should i be concerned oh my god what is happening but eventually blondie lets out the bag that yeah kayla and emma were or kayla and evan were sleeping together when the faculty show up like uh y'all didn't need to come by my office nico back on angie's case confesses to using sasha's shower and heard the fight but claims not to have seen anything so michael says they are going to the police station aka the fast food place because they're 16 and they're probably hungry and abandoned (laughs) they said they them is not that hard cancel me from jail will calls angie to go to his house and put on some sam cook instead of outcast for betty and water in her bowl because her teeth are bothering bothering her because he really feels bad about yelling at his dog and she agrees even though she was like are we married now the guidance counselor i knew immediately she was in on it because let me tell you something if anybody's gonna know the tea in a school campus it's gonna be the guidance counselor and the way she protested so hard oh my god they were sleeping together we have to open an investigation the lies there you go and then who told evan that they was in his office because he seemed to show up very quickly like he got a tip off Faith says the DNA will not be back for another 24 to 48 hours. And he's like, no, I need it in two. Make it happen. She's like, okay, I'll go just yell at science. (laughs) Once again, I'm having a hard time with a, this man coming in on a cane who took a bullet to the abdomen being released from the hospital after literally a few hours. B, that he is this taunting guy that would, after having discovered 
his house is bleach which by the way is a sign of foul play no matter how it gets rid of evidence just because you can't prove anything does not mean the lack of evidence will not still incriminate you dumbasses i've seen this a lot in csi shows uh not csi shows fake (laughs) i mean the real ones don't don't go don't go there once you get into some of that shit you're just like man the universe really does (laughs) but uh yeah that that's not in any any way making things easier for you and then leaving up some feminine decor in a room to show off i'm more angry at all the credit that he is been given than i am about him being guilty it's so obvious that he is it's just a matter of time before you get caught which is why you shouldn't go around taunting the fbi <laughs> while at wills angie is able to get nico to open up about their suspicion or her suspicion that they saw or knew that Sasha traded sex for other things such as a working shower since everything else in the building doesn't work. But when Sasha wanted to stop having sex with the landlord, he hit her head with a hammer that they saw him dump in the dumpster. Why would he, the landlord, not retrieve it since they know that because he was in the room that they followed a blue trail to someone's door? (laughs) But I suppose taking nico with them was their way of protecting them i still would have went back and got the hammer (laughs) if i was the landlord but he was also giving attitude and making himself a target as well that's what i expect out of dumb criminals to be dumb another one-on-one with evan reveals he thinks will is hiding his weakness of dyslexia and that antagonizing him is somehow going to make him any less intent on nailing him to the wall or a cross or a jail cell this is when you need old school to you know throw him in county evan that is for a weekend and announce that he's a pedo just let life take care of itself the interrogation is observed by amanda and no one else he was very concerned about this uh doesn't want anyone to know that he has a reading issue he is losing and needs to ask for help so she got on the phone was like call faith in here and forces him to forcefully ask her (laughs) to go over what they may have missed as he doesn't trust the uniforms he does her and why did you have to be so upset when you said it amanda like and what do you say and he just walks out the door (laughs) it's gonna tell the campanos to pay the ransom despite it being a bad idea because my six hours are up while searching the garbage dump michael and amanda no angie have a one-on-one because he apologizes for a drunken night He never mentioned to anyone where the two may and may not have had sex while he was married. She is disinterested in being vulnerable in a dumpster or at all is my guess. The ransom is paid, but the girl is not retrieved. Emma is instead dumped in the trunk of a car and left at a creek. With mom realizing she should have listened, but what else were you going to do? Doesn't take Faith much time to make the connection that... Mary was the chaperone for the girls at the recording session and I knew it 
Jess says he's putting all of the incriminating evidence together that she is the accomplice. She pulls a weapon on him and takes his. He is able to tackle her to the ground and retrieve his gun, but there is a standoff until Faith enters the home, which no one heard her do, which, hey, they were struggling life and death situation. (laughs) Am I supposed to feel some kind of way by the fact that the bullets, I mean, that's exactly what would happen if you take someone with a gun, they would shoot. But how does that actually like, you could have said duck. I don't know. (laughs) That just felt just as dangerous. But she does save his life. And she's like, this is why you dumbass bitch, you tell people where you're going. Turns out Mary was a victim too. Her parents wanted to press charges she refused to testify when he molested her and she became infatuated with him will in a bid to get emma back who is in fact in mortal danger goes to angie not congratulating her on her first homicide solve but asking a favor to talk to mary about her mom who used to pimp her out as a child that's fucked up However, she still loved her, saying her attention became her first drug. Wow, Will, you gonna let Faith listen in, though? (laughs) Angie's mom OD'd when she was seven years old. Mary admits that she could not kill Emma as instructed, but did drive her to a creek location. She is finally saved with her parents there, and... Will takes the time to go and gloat to Evan, who doesn't have a satisfying look on his face when he's found to be caught out there. Faith is in his office doing paperwork on the carpet and says, we did a good job. Now say it back to me. He gonna say you did okay. I love her though. She said all he didn't, including when he was walking away. <laughs> I saved your life while a carpenter song was playing. Oh, you rocking that outfit today, girl? Yes, I am. <laughs> I just noticed that she dressed preppy like him. Aww. She really trying to just be his friend. Amanda is constantly in black mode and that is the second thing I love most about this show. (laughs) She just went past the door. She said, wear a chair. Well, get a chair in here. I don't want people visiting. I'm going to continue this little experiment. Good job today. Faith, you getting a desk. (laughs) He goes downstairs to get dinner with Angie who, you know, is in a raw space. So that probably wasn't the best time, but she realizes that mayhap her sponsor is right, that he is a constant reminder of her past and that saving him is more of an idol type of love instead of the kind she should want. And that's fair. He has to learn to, to be there for her needs as much as she be showing up for his. She gave her a key to Nico because they're going to start taking care of Betty. While painting, Paul stops by to casually mention how they sort of got over their traumatic childhoods. 
And that definitely includes sexual abuse, both admitting nightmares most of the week, but it could be worse. He admits that what he and Angie got well when when uh, Paul's over there playing <laughs> matchmaker. It's like ordering from the same restaurant. Sometimes it's cold. Sometimes they don't show up. Sometimes it's really good. Sometimes it's not. But the upside is he loves the chef. So maybe one day he will learn to appreciate said chef. And in the end, instead of calling him trash, he does give him the respect he deserves by saying, thank you for saving my daughter, Agent Trent, and even giving him an awkward hug. Showing that people can change. And I actually found that a a far more, I don't know, approachable uh, ending than the one in which I had imagined last episode. Once again, sorry, Paul. (laughs) We do have feedback. So let's hop into the mailbag. Hey, Christina. Hey, guys. I am finally, (laughs) finally chiming in on something. I've been watching, I feel like, a little bit of everything. And by the time I want to say something, I realized I've watched the whole season and I can't go back to make a comment about like episode two or three. It's it's, by the point everyone else is watching it, I'm beyond it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll catch up next time. (laughs) But like I said before, uh, this Trent show is forcing me to take my time because it's Hulu and not Netflix with the whole season available. But um, yeah, so episode one and two. Um, I think I like this show because it follows a bunch of other shows that I have liked in the past. Like... Um, I don't know if you guys watch Billions, but the guy from Billions, the redhead guy, I originally started following his character from a show that he was in called Life. And I think he like was a detective or worked along with detectives. And he had this weird obsession with like fresh fruit and trying fresh fruit because he had been locked up so long. I don't know. Beside the point, um, shows like House, Castle, Elementary, Monk bones lucifer there's a lot of shows that fall into this category and i like them because they're like half good writing and then half funny or they have those weird lead characters there's always a bigger story in the background playing out with the lead character that continues throughout the series and you know just gives you a little bit here and there just to keep you interested in the overall show um but yeah, some of them tend to get a little cheesy sometimes. But because I'm alone all day working in silence, I tend to watch these types of shows and push my day forward. And I mean, I guess I like them too. <laughs> no shame. <laughs> I like them um, just as much as I like my sci-fi shows. Um, most of the time, these are the type of shows I really don't recommend to anyone because I think I only like them because they reach into my inner geek side and everyone isn't on my page with that. So I don't know, whatever. I feel like you guys might be, but you know, I could be wrong, but we're all here watching Trent. So that says something. <laughs> um, 
I have had Hulu forever since it came out, I swear. And I barely use it. I think my best friend logs onto it way more than I do. But the commercial for this show looked good. So I was like, I'm going to watch it. Let's see what they're talking about. Why not? I've got nothing else to do but work. Um, And like I thought, this show really follows that detective formula. Like, not the gloomy SVU formula, but more of the elementary formula. Um, I really liked elementary. Uh, You know, the weird lead character with the serious partner and the deeper connecting plots. The only difference on this show is that they are actually addressing people of color and they aren't shying away from that and pointing out um, issues in the workplace with people of color, which especially, you know, being with this whole... um, police force i mean it's there like right so why not let's put all the cards on the table they, they're they putting a whole lot of cards on the table when it comes to this the police department anyway so um it's following the usual formula the the new age formula of addressing people of color and then then addressing the lgbtq population and then carrying like all of these shows every show that comes out now it feels like it's addressing people of color and then okay we got to address gay rights and all of that too like it's it's a formula now which is weird it should just be normal by now but it just feels very everything feels forced these days i'm sure maybe in a couple of years it will seem more normal but right now everything is just like okay we checked the black box okay we've checked the asian box oh wait we gotta add the gay box okay next people with disabilities next check the box it feels like a checked box on almost every show that i'm watching right now and i'm getting so off the point William Trent, William Trent, Will Trent, whatever. I like the show. Um, and yes, Zach was there. Zach is working again. And Zach, Zach can't keep a show. He really, he really cannot keep a show, which makes me worried because I don't want this show to like get canceled because of Zach's bad vibe. I don't know, but I don't know, whatever. But the lead, um, Trent, Trent could get it. <laughs> can get it i feel like his real character is probably like a little bit more macho i don't know but he could get it i like him i like trent and I, it's his voice it's his like you can tell he's holding back a little bit of his accent mm, i love it i love it i love everything about it they picked a good lead for this show um i don't really have anything specific like about the plot the first two episodes i truly enjoyed them i thought they were great i thought it was a good pilot um I have other comments once we get to episode three, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna uh, put them in here. Um, I have a very different review for episode three, but one and two on it. I really liked it. I'm ready to see more about the cast. Um, his I don't want to say foster sister, his lover or whatever they are, and how they are going to keep. Zach relevant I know this is not the man's name but Paul Zach sounds better and he's gonna be Zach and that's what it is um was he just for like season one or two or like they're gonna keep him in because they gave him a major role in my opinion by connecting him to the foster home thing so I'm kind of interested to see like how are we gonna drag this on or was he just in for episode one and two because that seems like a lot of information to give us to just no longer have him for the rest of the series. And also, why would he, like, what would be his purpose for the rest of this series? 
I don't know. That gave me more questions than answers. But um, yeah, I like the show. I like the little doggy. He was so cute. I'm glad he found him a forever home and didn't get killed and murdered at the, the pet place. The ASPCA was about to chop him down. <laughs> It just made me think of those sad commercials. The heart of an angel. <laughs> just don't kill the puppy. Take him home. I don't know, but I like it. I'm, um, I want to hear more about or see more about like his upbringing, what caused him to be the way he is. I think they have a lot of back plots that they can work with here for each character that they've put into this show. Um, I like it. It's good. Again, like I said, episode three, I have a very different review. But um, I like the the main black lady. I can't think of her name. She has aged now. She's gotten a little older. I guess we all age, but she has aged now. And I just really don't remember her voice being that deep in other shows. It probably was, but maybe she's just getting older. So now she has more of a raspy voice or maybe she smokes and it's just getting raspier. I don't know. Um, is what it is. But... I thought it was hilarious that they keep pointing out that the uh, Trent's partner has a college-age son because I now have friends who have college-age children and we went to college together. And I'm like, bitch, your child is old. What is happening? But my friends do not look like they have college-age children and it could be the... They were just really young when they had them. Or it just could be the formula of black don't crack. You know what I mean? Like, I love to see it. Um, I don't know that I love to see that they always put the black woman as single and, you know, struggling. Because she seems to be struggling, like, broken down car, child in college. Why can't she have, like, okay, I, I got a decent job. You know, I got a good car. My son's in college doing well. Like, I don't know. Why did we have to put her in, like, the, the struggle mode? I don't know. That's the only thing I didn't like. She's struggling. Her mother was in some deep shit. Uh, she didn't betray the force. Like, and I really feel like they were going way hard on him for solving the crime. Like, all he did was do his job. And, you know, the whole fraternity, the police fraternity thing, like, suck balls. Y'all, y'all doing too much. It was, it was too much. Um, I realize now my review is just, like, really all over the place because the more I talk the more I'm thinking about the show I probably should just wrote shit down but I really like the show I hope you guys like the show um and as always I enjoy your reviews and enjoy the opportunity to put my little two cents in and I will check back with you guys on episode three that was Queen Parthenia with her thoughts on the episode this kind of show makes you go all over the place <laughs> Like even in my, I've, I've the, my first episode, the first episode, I didn't take any notes, but this one I had to because I would have been just all over the place. So don't feel bad, you're not alone. Um, as far as your commentary, I can't wait to get to episode three because I want to. I do think that Zach, as you keep calling him, <laughs> as y'all both call him, uh, is was only in for a two parter. I'm just guessing, just the way it was you know, finished. It wasn't even like, I'll see you around, you know, maybe we should get coffee. No, nah, I think it was just to, to bring, to, to have someone around that could discuss their childhood without them talking to each other about it, which why would they, uh, to, to introduce the two leading protagonists. Uh, 
Uh, they introduced them in a relationship. Then they broke them up, but they pretty much said, hey, this may be something good for them because they're going to learn and so on and so forth. You're right. It is the same type of formula they use, but I'm okay with it to a certain extent. But yeah, I, I, I go in, know what I'm getting. I think more often than that, the disappointment happens when <laughs> you're just like, oh, well, I expected better versus, oh, well, I'm into it. And you just have to impress me a little bit. Like I'm not putting a whole lot on you to impress me. I know the the bare minimum I'm going to get is an interesting case. And in this show thus far, I know I'm going to get a possibly an interesting case, but I'm certainly going to get the character, the character development that I want. Cause I do like all the characters involved thus far. Ain't no shame in watching TV just to veg out as your nerdy stuff. Nah, I like all this stuff. Just to, I know when I'm watching CSI, I'm like, we just really be watching them look at stuff <laughs> to a nice soundtrack. And that's fucking 25 minutes of the episode. And yet Every week I'm glued to the TV like, oh, this is so good. I will say everything that is on any ABC, NBC, any of those primetime network shows they do it in netflix a little bit they're trying to do it a little bit more organically in hbo max netflix and all that but it's so blatantly obvious that they are checking off boxes and it is a little like uh roll your eyes because now it's so pc that we've overcorrected. <laughs> but you're also correcting give it a few years when those those that age group grows up just a little bit and uh <laughs> more millennials get in there and start start sharing the reins uh and and it'll get better they're they're still they're they're at this point they're just uh clumsily trying to find their footing of okay how do we how do we fix a fucking 60 to 70 year old uh <laughs> institution it's not going to be done overnight and it's certainly not going to be done without any wrinkles and that's the part that i think a lot of younger folks certainly need to hear more often jennifer morrison was in house i liked house too you mentioned half the shows i was like house um <laughs> i don't think i watch monk uh i don't think i watch bones i don't i don't think i watch most of the list but i think something other than house popped up but uh yeah she's got more clout than than zach does so if anyone was staying around <laughs> and we are all crossing our fingers that the show is not canceled because of the zach curse and now he's like fuck y'all <laughs> i'm talking about how i'm a curse boy it's true though it's true it is so your track record we all got imdb we know what's up um right i will say the thing about the her being single she's clearly attractive got a kid in college why that should be when she's living her best life because that's best believe when chapter three starts for me i ain't gonna be looking like uh uh, uh. but i also get just because you can doesn't mean you will not do cheap shit like duct tape up <laughs> your thing instead of put it together. Uh, it could be just recently. I don't think they fleshed her out enough yet. So I'm going to hold a little reserve, a little judgment. 
Because it could have just been she'd had a great career up until that investigation, which it only seems to have happened in the last year, where she's trying to get her reputation back. But if her kid's in college, clearly something going right. <laughs> she just cheat with her car. But we shall see. You have saw, seen more episodes than I. So maybe there's something to that that I am not yet aware of. But thank you for... Uh, sending in feedback as always and i look forward to hearing your thoughts on episode three we do have one last piece of feedback from our queen mimi let's hear what she has to say about the second partner what up Stina? it's mimi this is uh feedback for will trent um episode two of season one um, I'm on my way to work now. Um, I already talked to you about how my life is in shambles. Uh, it's it's a lot going on right now. Not necessarily technically involving me, but fucking up my life nonetheless. Um, and then, you know, with uh, me starting this new job, they have a lot of opportunities for overtime. And I'm trying to have a hot girl summer. So, you know, I'm picking up. Uh, as many shifts as I can so while I'm uh, at home there's a lot of things that I'm trying to do to make sure that you know everything's taken care of and I don't know uh, my schedule just been a little off and I've actually been reading more um, I, I don't know what dis- I, why I decided um, to do it but my sister had told me um, like it was right after we had watched the Wheel of Time, she told me to read the books. She said that like I guess she's been like cosplaying Wheel of Time and you know engulfed in this world for a long time. And I she there's like a lot of books, and I've been wanting to get into some uh, different series lately. So I just uh, downloaded the audiobook of the first one because I knew I was going to have these, like, it's two hours to and from my job when I am working those three days, so um, it's four hours where I've been, you know, just in the car, so I was like, you know, this is a good, this is a good chance to see if uh, this, you know, audiobook will be good for me. I did it for a couple, and some, some things I think I need to, like, maybe if it's the first book and I have no idea what I'm getting into, maybe it's better for me to uh, read it so I can get more engulfed, but I actually think that um, this has been working out pretty pretty well for me because I got really into it. So I decided to get the first uh, three actual hard copies um, to read because I like I you know really really so far I mean it's it's a lot different from the series which you know is something that you tend to expect it's not much you know books aren't always as action-packed as tv shows are expected to be so i get it but it's a lot of things that are are different and i'm only on uh like i'm like i think i'm probably like a third the way through the first book but you know i think me reading just because i i i think we i've talked about this with you when my like real life gets you know irritating unbearable or just chaotic you know reading is something I, i've learned to do because it's a good way to get uh pulled out of reality so that's what i've been doing and tv um isn't always something i can watch because you know 
even though my son has a TV in his room, he doesn't really use it. He uses one in the living room, and then if I come home and Darren's off work and he's in the room watching something, I'm not just going to take over the TV. So a lot of the times I end up either on my phone reading or, you know, doing something else altogether, cleaning up or whatnot. So I just haven't been watching TV, and I know um, I, I watched uh, both Valhalla and the uh, original Vikings and this Will Trent. I had watched them, the episodes, uh, like, the week before, and, like, I, I was already, like, planning on recording on it, but for some reason, I just, I just didn't, and there's really no excuse. I, I can't, I can't tell you why I decided not to record. I just didn't, and then, you know, then it got to the point where I just forgot. So I watched them last week, and I got to be honest with you, I don't remember much. Um, I do know with this Will Trent episode, I did truly enjoy it. I, I like this this uh, series so far. Um, I know that I don't think Zach Morris, I, I think his name was Paul in the actual show, the character played by Mark Paul Gosler, a.k.a. Zach Morris. Um, I don't think, I don't think he's in this show, but I mean, I wouldn't be mad if he is. I, I don't know. I didn't, I didn't really do any kind of research. Um, the, it just seems like his, uh, story was like, a, like a one timer. Like he was just like, maybe like a special guest. Um, maybe he'll have some reoccurring roles, um, because of the history he has with Will Trent, but I, I don't, I don't necessarily know that they plan on keeping him like he's a, a, a reoccurring cast member, but I don't know. I did like uh, his character. Um, I, I've always thought uh, Zach Morris was a good actor, and you know, he just, <laughs> for whatever reason, can't catch a break, um, and I don't know. I don't know what it is. Um, Mango calls it a curse. She says he's cursed. I think maybe he should try and do movies, but you know, that's just my personal opinion. Anyway, um, I liked um, that I was curious about the relationship with him and the the girl detective. Um, the one that was in the vice with the drug addiction. I was like, you know, it seems like she and him knew each other from back in the day, and it turned out they, they did. They've been having this relationship ongoing for what did she say 20 years okay um it seems like you know she got her own problems and and who knows like it also seems like she had a thing with her um married partner when she was partnered with him before um so you know this relationship on and off again back and forth for however many years and i'm not saying that they don't love each other but it's clear that their relationship is is it's not healthy because for whatever reason they're probably familiar with each other trent doesn't seem like he i guess i should probably call him will i don't know will <laughs> um i'm probably gonna call him trent because he just he, trent looks like it just seems like a better name for him but um he doesn't get close to a lot of people so that would limit his exposure to relationships very minimal He's also very self-conscious about the fact that he's dyslexic, and it seems like he's illiterate as well, um, 
and that's unfortunate but the truth of the matter is is that the way that american uh school systems are people fall through the cracks if you can get away with you know seemingly understanding material and i say that like it seems like he can hear information and uh do well on it um like he probably learned stuff from listening and if he had uh the girl with him his whole school life you know i could see how he would be able to you know finagle his way through school and they do give kids with learning disabilities more time with tests i don't know how they would handle it but i could i could see how he could slip through the cracks because just because you do poorly on standardized testing doesn't mean you fail out of school so you know he probably failed all of his tests and he didn't have anybody that could advocate with, for him um it sounds like he had a really good um like foster mom but you know she's still a foster mom with multiple kids probably a lot of kids with issues and it, if you don't say anything it just falls through the cracks so he clearly has issues that he hasn't worked out and worked through yet he doesn't like like working with people he doesn't work well with people so you know he clearly has a very limited amount of <laughs> relationship pool you know who's going to want to be with someone you know who's very closed like closed off so even if he found someone i, I can't see that relationship lasting um I do like this partnership the the girl and him cuz I mean the way he like closed her out and she got chewed out because he didn't tell her about you know a potential suspect kind of sucked but she didn't it didn't seem like she you know held a grudge she has reason to dislike him but she doesn't let it get in her job and I like I like it like that I still would like the answer of how old she is <laughs> because I'm I'm curious as well with her um 18 year old son um I am interested in uh learning more about the back stories between them. It sounds like he was found in a dumpster. Um that there's got to be something with that. And him being a detective and being so good at it, he never went and found tried to find his birth parents. That's something I'm very curious about. Um I don't know how, you know, dynamic wise what what we're going to see regarding uh the way they um portray relationships um and how they solve cases but I am interested in this show because I do like it. I like it a lot. Um I like that there's a uh the chief is black woman. Um I like that there's multiple different kinds of, you know, um POCs. The main character is a Latino man and he's fine. So that makes it very easy to pay attention. Um you know i i i'm i'm still like it's in georgia so i mean i don't know the the breakdown but i do i i'm just going to keep an open mind because sometimes i feel like they just add like they're checking off boxes this show doesn't feel like they're just like you know putting people in just because they you know they're going to be like a race like i would like if there is a you know a um homosexual character i would like it to just unfold gradually i don't want to feel like you know they are just checking boxes cuz they did have that one um they the girl I, i should say the person with the pronouns they 
um, and that's going to be uh, Will's new dog walker. Um, like I said, checking boxes, but we'll see because so far, you know, nothing seems um, overtly, you know, pointing to the fact that they're just trying to check boxes. So we'll see. I don't know what the ratings are like. Um, I definitely want to look into that, but I also don't want to get all sad because the show's going to be canceled because I do enjoy, I did enjoy the first two episodes, but you know, I guess the only time will tell, um, I'm going to watch episode three when I'm, uh, Friday. Um, and then after I watch episode three, I'm going to decide if I'm going <laughs> to, if I, if I, if I want to see what the ratings are. Um, I believe it's on NBC, um, which is a broader network because it's on, you know, regular TV. I feel like it has more, um, the expectations are a little bit higher. But I could also see this show being on HBO Max or um, Netflix. But, you know, I guess one one thing at a time. So I'm going to end it here. Until next time, love, peace, hair, grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the Couch, Mimi out. That was Queen Mimi with her thoughts on the episode as well. Interesting, we both kind of, we all three of us, have varying degrees of is this show checking off boxes me and Thenia kind of getting the suspicion they might but to your point it is has only been two episodes so something to watch but it is something that I think showrunners and and production companies need to be aware of that you're not going to fool the public we're going to know when it feels <laughs> like a PSA announcement versus if you're genuinely trying to have inclusive diversity and when you don't do it organically or just having someone cast in a role that would typically go to a Caucasian that's not the same as oh we need to have everything in case we get canceled because we need to represent the rainbow no just give black and brown people more fucking roles <laughs> that's all just don't have three people that have, of color audition and then 50 white people after that that's what we mean by inclusive diversity not hey there should be um someone involved in the cast that makes someone feel as if they're being represented in the show that's that's not the same thing so when people go woke trash that's woke trash if you want to call something woke trash <laughs> Still wrong use of the terminology, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, you're right about most people wouldn't put up with this shit if homie wasn't trying to learn and realize that he actually knows what he's doing and he might teach her something that she can use for her own self and not have to worry about liking him because you do not need to like the people you work with. It's not a rule. <laughs> I think he could certainly use with some HR lessons, but she knew that going in. As far as pitch, passage, mixed dish, <laughs> and any other show that Zach has been involved in that continues to get canceled, I've noticed a trend though. There are all series that have black leads or brown leads. I don't know if he's trying to tell us something. I would welcome you to the barbecue with open arms and legs. Let's just be clear. But yeah, there is something going on with that. I think Mingo's right. The curse is the curse is real. The curse is so real. <laughs> I don't know who's. I feel like there's another. There's other actors though that 
fall into the same category. There's none at the top of my head. But if I saw them, I'm like, oh, Lord. But it's just been so recent with him. And we've watched every show that he's been in because we're just like rooting for him every single time. But he is cast. Uh, he only shows on IMDb as two episodes. So I think he's done. And he has been cast in another upcoming series that guess what surprise surprise involves a black lead and he's only in one episode so <laughs> let's start a petition <laughs> called let's get something permanent for this man on netflix netflix can we get him in here we will watch whatever trash dramas you want to throw together uh of mixed couples and us uh, vicariously living through trying to get up in and zach's draws i sure as hell will pay for that do it like uh that other one does it that always in all those christmas movies is cat graham and him <laughs> he moved from uh that one where he was dating a black woman he's like i found me a whole fandom don't need to go back and are you going to vegas to lovers and friends once again because i saw that i saw that talking about who joining me i'm like girl you was just in vegas <laughs> didn't you see that whole entire show <laughs> you want to relive it once again i don't know but i'm with you on that hot girl summer it's picking up steam i'm also with you with the fact that i will watch a show and then i just i don't feel like recording or talking about it in the moment even if i enjoyed it because i'm distracted by my monkeys you know i'm in the makai's right now between that and trying to finish black europeans my audio bucket list i did get the original will of time from the library because you can get you know utilize that library for the fucking free shit okay if you want to get sapiens the uh, they actually have a genuine audio of that but the first wheel of time that i listened to like it was it, the narrator was so bad i couldn't hear it so i'll have to get that one on it was the prequel too to the one that comes before the show so i don't not sure which one you're listening to but let me know the name of it and i'll let you know if it's in the sequential order but you said your friend was listening to it so i think she probably set you up right uh so yeah i do want to get into the wheel of time because i do think that the book is probably 10 times better than the show <laughs> i just get the inclination from the way in which people talk about it that it probably is better than the show and i don't know what they're going to bring in season two but hopefully hopefully uh they took some of the criticism and it aligns more with the book from the book lovers but i'll be curious to hear how you feel about that i'll also be curious to how you feel about episode three because we will get to it at some point this weekend i swear i swear no i think i put it on the list for next week but we're one behind because one comes out on the 24th so i'm gonna try to get caught up this weekend and since Thini already watched it and you probably just will uh we could do that we're gonna have to move around the schedule anyway because we are all types of behind and that is going to conclude this podcast for this week if you want to send feedback once again black couch at gmail.com or leave a comment below until next time peace hair grease and black magic <laughs>